Unschooling is one of those terms that people love or hate, or at least the vocal people seem to shout from the far ends of the continuum and then everyone reacts. A lot of people have an opinion, and it's been the same arguments for years now. I don't mind the term at all anymore. I used to avoid it because I wasn't completely sure we'd stick with such a different way of approaching learning. Maybe I wanted to give myself room to back out if we needed to. Well, I'm Sue Patterson, and this is the Unschooling Mom to Mom podcast. I offer weekly pep talks here to help you with your unschooling journey. I have a variety of resources to help you. And in much the same way that we look at all the different ways kids can learn, I've looked at all the different ways parents can learn too. So you'll find guides to read, courses to take, memberships to join, whatever way I can help you grow your confidence overcome your fears, and help you see that unschooling really does work. So let's talk a little more about that. When my kids were younger and we were in the thick of it, I didn't really care about whether we were considered unschoolers or not. We were part of a pretty eclectic group of homeschoolers, and people referred to us as one of the unschoolers. At the time, only one or two books about unschooling existed, and of course, we read them. But they didn't govern our lives. Back then, the label didn't have all the cool connotations it has now. Actually, people wrote about how unschoolers were going to be the unraveling of the homeschooling movement. Terms like educational neglect were tossed around. And if you're active in more traditional homeschooling circles, you may still hear those kinds of comments about unschooling. While we noticed the negative stuff, we didn't really react much. We just lived. We wrote about how much fun our families were having learning together. We dove in, connected with our kids, and got creative. The kids continued to grow and blossom naturally. And yes, they learned every single day. We lived like every day was a series of Saturdays or one long summer vacation. Today, unschooling seems a little different. People want to be unschoolers before they even understand it. They've read about it. Unschooling sounds intriguing, so they latch onto it. They want to leave the school system and quickly find a place to fit in. We've been conditioned to need a group to function. And society doesn't really encourage people stepping away from the mainstream and doing something on their own. But instead of thinking in negative terms, what if we step out of that type of thinking and consider it? thinking independently, or using critical thinking skills and coming up with our own conclusion. We don't have to conform just because everyone else does. Isn't that what even mainstream parents say to their kids? Don't do something just because the other kids do. Well, we just took that seriously and continued to apply it in our parenting choices. But still, about that label of unschooling, some people worry about it more than thinking about the preferences and the individual inclinations of their child. They look at what their kids want to do and wonder, how can that be the right path? Yet they want the label, and they care a lot about that, about that aspect. But a problem exists with this kind of thinking, too. The cart is before the horse. The bowl is hotter than the soup. And lots of people want to take advantage of those fears that pop up. People declare themselves unschooling gurus and want to show you how to do it right. Lots of them don't even have grown kids. And if they do, many of them didn't even unschool. 
And companies pop up because they've seen that unschooling works and they think they have a handle on it. So they package up something for all the self-directed learners, but that makes it hard to know where to find the good, solid unschooling information. And people search for unschooling instructions to help them. I mean, it's understandable. It's familiar, right? We've had a few years conditioning us to do that. So I will give you five. The only real instructions you need are, ready? You might want to write this down. Number one, get to know your child. What makes them tick? What inspires them? Do those things. Number two, explore with them. Discover new places. Read maps. Go on adventures. This can be out in your community or discovering something new at home. Number three, build a beautiful nest. Create a home environment full of interesting art and music and games and food. And let the home be the place where everyone feels nurtured. Number four, individualization. Remember that your children are not extensions of you. They have their own path and their own choices to make. Your job is just to clear away some of the undergrowth that's trying to get in their way. Stay tuned into what they want to do and to or to be and help them with that. Get your priorities straight is number five. Your relationship with them is all that matters. Learning a particular thing at a particular age, but sacrificing the relationship with them, please don't. Realize that it's years of programming happening in your head saying things have to be a certain way. Often, it's not true at all. That's where you'll have to put in a little effort, learning more about unschooling. And really, that's about the hardwiring of learning in humans and learning how to undo some of that thinking we have from being schooled and resisting that mainstream push for controlling kids and operating out of fear. They're not small obstacles by any means, but you can do it. It doesn't have to be done all at once either. You have time to mull things over and learn to live more deliberately and with intention within your family. One word of caution to anyone new to unschooling, worry less about whether you're unschooling the right way and pay more attention to your own kids. Notice if you have a tendency to stay on the computer to read just a little bit more. And if all these fabulous tools are a distraction or a way to procrastinate from plunging in. Sometimes when we're so focused on getting it right, which is translated into we're afraid we're screwing up royally, we don't get around to starting or we don't dive in and give it all we can. Of course, there are all kinds of psychological reasons for this, and everyone will have to identify their own personal obstacles. My dad used to say, too much analysis leads to paralysis, and it can. And as someone who often chooses to procrastinate, it's a great tool for continuing to intellectualize all the nuances instead of simply starting. Remember that those blogs and email lists and websites are just tools for you to use, not vice versa. Don't let any of it distract you from the fact that your kids are standing right there in front of you and you have this glorious adventure awaiting you with them. Seize the day. Your kids, they're learning. 
your relationship with them. Those are the only things that matter. So that's it for me this week. I hope this helps a little. Reach out if you need more resources at suepatterson.com or unschoolingmomtomom.com. And we'll talk again next week.